all, you know, it's it's amazing. We figure out and remember how all this stuff works. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, why don't I? Oh, I know why. There we go. Yeah. Hello. We're, yeah, we're there. We're, we're ready to go. I how are you? I'm good. I know this is this is like crazy, isn't it? We haven't been live in the studio in forever because obviously, yeah, cause we've had we we've had obviously. Uh, well, well, you you weren't even on the air at all in anything for two months. You know, on let's talk cosmetic dentistry. No. We just came back last week on the phone, and then this is your first week in studio since March. Yeah. So. Welcome back. Good to be back. It does, doesn't it? So good. I was so excited to come in, and I, I was, I've been up for like two hours just waiting, which is really weird yeah. for a Saturday morning. You know, maybe I just need to get a life. That's what my husband thinks. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, I know. This has just been weird. It's like, it's like I, when we last did this show, I was just the Saturday morning person here, and the Monday through Friday at NNS, and now I'm Monday through Saturday here. So oh wow, and yeah. it has to be really strange in the in the under the hood here too. It really know? has, yeah. Because you had so many people coming in and out for interviews and then having nothing. It's just odd. Well, yeah, it really so, is. And it's, it's kind of like that for us, too. You know, it's a little different. But yeah, it's okay. It, I feel glad to be back to work and, like, actually have a job and, yeah. you know, like, a, a reason to do what I love. And it's 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 good. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's so, but, but wow, they, to talk about changes, you know, I mean, we, you know, we touched on that a lot last week. But, uh, you know, there there have been changes here. There have been changes at Prairie Dental Group. And, and uh you guys are probably one of the most sterile places on the planet right now. You know? Yeah, it's we like... really are. There's dentistry's all over the news right now, and we knew this was coming. Um, we knew shutting down dentistry for over two months was going to lead to a completely different kind of oral health care crisis. Um, you know, if and it's kind of funny, but people are talking about their dental appointments, and it's like you hold on to them like gold because you try to reschedule them and. You're not getting in anytime soon. You know, right. everybody has a wait list. If we, none of us could see our patients for a really long time. So um, some people are booking, you know, to Christmas in 2021. Wow. Because you just can't, you know, we're so, well, people were behind before the pandemic. So now it's just exponentially behind. So everyone works extra hours and everyone's doing everything they can. But the reality is, is that the virus has really led us to this situation where we're just so backlogged. and then. You know, there's the whole other level of our crisis in dentistry, and that is um, political. So um, while Springfield was so good to us and, you know, we were frontline workers in the eyes of this area of the country, FEMA didn't put that title to us. We were not considered frontline workers until recent days. Um, you know, we are really, really short on PPE. Um, you know, we dentistry had been largely left out of nationwide triaging of personal protective equipment and um, leaders of several dental associations nationwide are fighting with FEMA. And now we have managed in the last week to become fourth on their list with FEMA as far as dispensing PPE. Uh, this is a recent political development. So we don't have this PPE still. Um, you know, when all this came down, we were encouraged to donate our PPE to the hospitals and the emergency rooms, and we did. Uh, we did with the assumption that, sure, we'll give it all to them because we can get our own later. Well, that never happened. We had no idea this was the situation. So every dental office everywhere has gotten PPE from sources other than dental supply companies, which is supplied by FEMA. So our normal path of getting PPE is still, to this minute, unavailable. So we have been getting them from all different kinds of places, and obviously there are dental offices that don't 
have that luck and haven't found any and still have not yeah. opened. So it's I mean, a we had that problem. well documented here. You know, it's wild west for even our first responders here. You know, it's yeah. like a, like a, a lot of the time, especially early in, on in this pandemic, by by uh, Chief Riney and the fire department and Chief Winslow and the police department and Mayor. Uh, Langfelder were spent on the phone working it to try to get PPE for the frontline people. Right, right. It's it's really it's that bad. We, um, you know, it's to the point that you know so many of my patients are physicians, and you know I'm getting texts like, "Hey, you have any of this? Do you have any of that?" And I'm texting them like, "Hey, can I borrow or can I have some some of this or some of that?" Um, it's just a big game of, you know, your friends helping you and you helping them. And it, it is like the wild, wild west, Chris. I never thought about that, but that's exactly what it feels like, you know, and, and it's still like that right now. Um, you know, fortunately, you know, when we were going through our renovations, um, when we were, we were installing floor to ceiling filtration that also um, mandated a new roof. So we had roofers and, um, they had two boxes of N95s in their truck and <laughs> gave them to us. And right now, those are the masks that we still are using from our roofing company. Now, I often think, what in the world would have happened if I didn't have that? I can't imagine. So, um, you know, that's how we acquired our masks. And it wasn't through any medical supply company or dental supply company. Um, you know, the American Dental Association two days ago nationally emailed every dentist in the country saying um, there'll be an email link soon. Uh, it's first come, first serve, and the first 250,000 dentists will get 25 masks if you are the first caller almost. You know, it's almost like a contest. <laughs> you win 25 masks. So, you know, we have four of us, and so we have four members under our roof, which are ADA members, and I hope we get 100 of them. But, you know, we're just looking at our <laughs> emails. We still don't have that link, so we're every, you know, we're kind of refreshing that link every couple hours. Like, I feel like it was when I was a little kid, and I was, you know, back in the day when, when you and I were growing up, Chris, and we were trying to get concert tickets. Oh, yeah. You remember how you called Ticketmaster? Sure. You redial, redial. Redial, redial, and yeah. you know, you have the busy signal, but then at 10 o'clock when the tickets went on sale, if you got the phone ringing, you could get your tickets. Sure. That's how I feel. It, got, it brought back flashbacks. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get first row tickets. Well, this time I'm just trying to get 25 masks. <laughs> yeah, right. So exactly, yeah. um, it's kind of funny how it, it's like that. It brings back a lot of memories from my childhood and that kind of craziness. But now we're, we're just refreshing our email, wondering where the link is. And, you know, the phone lines for the American Dental Association are almost blown up. You can't even get through because everybody has the same questions that I have. So, you know, it is really strange like that. Um, we're very protective. We do have all our PPE, but it, it's no thanks to FEMA, and it's no thanks to our dental supply companies, which is not their fault because they haven't been provided with the equipment or anything to, you know, dispense to the dentists. And there's four really big companies, and they just don't have anything. So we're hoping that that comes through for us as we get busier and busier. So, um, you know, and, and – and 95 masks are really, really important. And, you know, they are, you know, every, a lot of patients and a lot of people have wondered, like, what what the whole point to the N95 mask is. But it's it's a big deal. Um, these masks are very protective. Um, and they are called N95 masks, actually, because there's a standard that requires the masks to be able to filter out at least 
95% of these very small particles, like 50 microns and under. And these particles include droplets that contain the coronavirus. So they're typically worn by medical workers. Um, they also are worn by employees at factories that work with paint or industrial chemicals, for instance, by roofers. Um, so they're, they're just highly filtration masks. So what we're doing is we have our other style of masks, which are called level three masks in dentistry. And we're putting a level, they're more readily available. We have, you can't purchase those, but we have a stash of those. Like we're way more supplied with those masks than we are the precious N95 masks. So we're putting our level three mask over our N95 masks. So that way there's a layer in between and we can just reuse that inner layer all the time because it's almost like the insulation version of what we're disposing on the outer layer if that makes any sense so we're getting a lot more life out of our n95 masks and that was just awesome we weren't even able to get level three masks for a while and we have a patient who is a former nurse and she really understands anatomy and she's a seamstress and she's incredible marianne holloway and she actually made really cute purple masks actually for all of us to put over our n95 masks when nothing was available when we were peaking with this virus and we are seeing a lot of dental emergencies and the goal was to try to keep these people out of the emergency rooms well we can't do that if we don't have the equipment to do that so there's been a lot of chaos in my profession in our little world but we've managed to pull through and you know we opened Monday and it it just felt really good to open it was you know we've got one week under our belt Um, we're all connecting continually with group texting and staff meetings and coming together, you know, just how's everybody doing? What, you know, how's it going? What do we need to do? Um, How do we need to improve? What, you know, recommendations, different situations, which jobs go to which person? Because we're, we're running things a little differently now. So we're trying to figure out which of our team needs to do which of those assignments. So, um, you know, we've changed a few things. We've, we've tweaked and improved every all along the way this whole week. So um, we started off having one of our front desk team members uh, meeting people in their cars with clipboards. And that way we can take their temperature outside and then they can come into the building. Well, then there's no one to answer the phones. So that didn't work. <laughs> so, so now we're having a, a, a clinical team member do that. One of our dental assistants is now doing that. So, you know, we're learning all these little bumps in, along the way, too, and kind of fine-tuning our, our flow. And it's worked really well. Every day we kind of improve what didn't work the day before. And um, I think by the time yesterday came around, we kind of had it going pretty well. So we'll see what the next week brings us. And I have to tell you, patients are thrilled to come in. I mean, it's almost a social outlet at this point. If there was ever a fear of people coming in, I think the social need has overcome the fear and they're just happy to talk to a human being Yeah, and to talk to somebody for an hour, actually close, you know, you're only a few inches from this person. So there's no such thing as social distancing at the dental office. You just can't do that. Um, we have to work on your mouth. So that's why you hear all these reports that dentistry is the number one most dangerous profession. You know, the CDC put out the top four most dangerous, risky professions. And out of the four, dentistry was three of them. You know, the dentist, the dental assistant, 
dental hygienist was number one. Respiratory therapist was four. So we're right up there. Nobody really knows what to do with dentistry. And the thing about dentists are we probably know, we, we absolutely know how to handle infection, disease, sterilization. Um, infection control is our, is our jam. We know how to do this. We've done it through AIDS, tuberculosis, hepatitis. We know how to handle this. And so we need to give, we need to be able to have the equipment so we, we can just go do what we know how to do. Uh, you notice there's never been a case recorded where you're getting coronavirus at the dentist. You don't have dentists with coronavirus, you know, these kind of things. So we know what we're doing and we just need to be able to do what we know how to do. And people don't need to be afraid. Um, there's no fear to coming into our office actually. And Chris, you made this coming earlier and it's kind of a joke, but it's so serious. Like we have the cleanest air out there. You yeah. know, we are, we have clean, it, you know, you go into an operating room and it's like our air, you yeah, know, we, I, I mean, I noticed it right away. You know, when I Wednesday, we, when we recorded a show for that's going to be put airing next week yeah. and I walked in Wednesday and, uh, um, yeah, like I said, I go, I don't know how you can make this place cleaner, but you did. I mean, it, isn't it's it amazing. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's like almost walking into one of those old, 80s videos where everything's white you know it yeah. seems like you know yeah. it seems almost that clean you know it's, it's like very clean it's really amazing I'm really proud of our team I'm proud of our our re, you know all of our renovations and um you know it's all everything's hindsight you know maybe all dental offices should have done this 40 years ago I mean who knows but it's it's a great place to be it's a it's it, it you're getting everything you need done and in a very, very safe environment. Yeah, let's take a break here at 747. More of Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry is next on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. No one ever. Good morning. It's 751 as we continue with Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry and Dr. Tanya DeSano with the Prairie Dental Group. Oh, so sorry. There we go. <laughs> I'm back. I pushed the so, wrong one. So. It's really interesting. Um, you know, in the last 48 hours, we've had, you know, dentistry's been the forefront of Wall Street Journal and Yahoo and CNN. I mean, now we're, we're you know, in the middle of this whole new topic with dentistry. And, you know, we all saw the writing on the walls. Dennis, we all did. I mean, you just can't shut dentistry down and only pull teeth. That's not going to happen. But now we're into this issue with PPE and it's a huge problem. It's a problem that, you know, we don't talk about at Prairie Dental Group because we don't have that problem, but we only don't have that problem because we work so hard to find our own PPE from all these different sources. You know, unfortunately, we had to pay $10 for a five-cent paper gown from China, and, you know, it's you're getting gouged left and right with these fees, but I feel like, you know, we just are forced to do it, and I, I it's really sad, but we have no choice and that's I'm hoping that's going to change in the next couple of months but it's it's just the way it is right now and I just you know you have to just look at the other side and think okay we're going to be on the other side soon you know but there was the Wall Street Journal has an amazing article that came out I think it was yesterday or the day before um, you know they interviewed the ADA they interviewed FEMA and they put all this 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 author is I really I like following him anyway um, I think he's he's a great um, Sarah Toy and her her counterpart they put together this article and and the counterpart that she co-authored with is this person that I follow sometimes he has a lot of really good healthcare articles but um, they really put out a good article on dentistry and you know they're talking about you know how dentists spend a lot of time in patients faces and it makes dentists and staff uniquely vulnerable to contracting COVID-19 
it, it hasn't happened. But like I said before the break, I mean, we know how to handle infection. You know, we know how to handle our air. We know how to handle our procedures and our protection and our aerosols. You know, if there's one thing dentists know is aerosols. So, you know, we're, we're, we're just struggling to find the protective equipment um, as everybody, all dentists begin to reopen across the country. So we're spending, you know, some tens and thousands of dollars on purifying gadgets and air suction devices and floor-to-ceiling filtration and K95 respirators, gowns, face shields, high-grade surgical masks. All of these things are things that we had to use our two months off, if you want to call it off, even though we weren't off, but we had a lot of time because we were only seeing emergencies. We spent a lot of time researching and gathering all of these things. Um, our current dental supply company in Springfield, they are, they're on back order for months, not days, months. So I don't know if the smaller towns aren't getting as much attention as larger cities. I'm not sure, but it's just my hunch. So, you know, every dentist has spent thousands and thousands of dollars on high efficiency particulate air filters and extra oral vacuums and things like that. Um, large suction devices that are, you know, placed near the patient's mouth, which I'm really proud of all the things that, that we've done. We've done all of these things and, um, you know, we're, we're ready to open. We've, we've had a great week. I, Everything in the Wall Street Journal is true. Everything in that article is spot on. I, I read every sentence. We agree. I think it's the most accurate article I've read. Um, you know, there was a poll taken from the American Dental Association that we also participated in. There were 7,000 dentists that were participating in this poll. All four of us at Prairie Dental Group were part of those 65,000 dentists. Um, these are all practices that were close to emergencies. 53% of them are still unable to reopen. That's over half that are wow. not, that are not open because they don't have they lack adequate supply of PPE. Um, around a quarter of the people responded said they were concerned about transmission of COVID-19 to their dental team and vice versa and they didn't have what they felt they needed to be protected. So, um, 24% of the dentists said they had only one to seven days supply of PPE, masks, and gowns. 15% said they didn't have any at all. So, um, you know, again, dentists weren't necessarily considered frontline workers in the eyes of FEMA when the pandemic began, and many offices donated their PP to hospitals at that time, and now we have a shortage. So, it's beginning to change. You know, we're fourth on the list. We're hoping that um, we are going to be seeing that sometime soon but I have to tell you you know all these aerosol machines and all the thousands of dollars that we've spent nationally um, I can bring that information home for a few minutes and talk about what we've done at Prairie Dental Group which has been really exciting um, we have um, floor-to-ceiling filtration and what I mean by that is you know aerosols will will travel up so they're going to come up into the ceiling and out to the air um, we have flora units that have uv3 light in them and uv3 light is is fascinating because it eradicates viruses completely you know and the um, novel coronavirus um, is eradicated and so it makes COVID-19 not floating around your office so uh, we tested these it's kind of a funny story I was telling Chris uh, before the show started we we weren't sure you know the light stays on blue all over the place and when you have a aerosol in the room it actually the light changes to red as the machine's sure. sucking it in yeah. and we weren't getting any red anywhere and I thought are these all broken you know yeah. this is my first thought well no and, and by the way <laughs> may, may just say right here for the lunch bucket crowd when she talks about aerosol 
aerosols. It's it's not just a spray can or whatever. It's 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 projectants from your mouth. You know, spit whatever. Yeah, the, sneezing, wait, they're all, coughing. They're all considered aerosols. Yeah. Right. I guess I get too scientific sometimes. No, no, not at all. No, I'm just I'm just. That's know, a good point. That so we wondered what you know why weren't the machines turning red when these little flotation particles were in the air from a sneeze, a cough, or whatever. And that's because the ceiling was working at 100% success rate. So we actually went up to one of the machines and started like, you know, trying to, we're, you know, you're not coughing, you're not sneezing. So we're trying to blow into it and, and see if the color would change. And we got one of them to change red. So they are working. We just didn't have anything for them to filter, which was amazing. So, um, yeah, th- so that that's that's really made me feel super confident with with how we were moving forward. But is that if that isn't enough, then we have these um, big boxes. They're called aerosol extractors, and they sit on the side of the chair when you get your teeth cleaned. And it almost looks like a dryer tube with a big funnel on it, and it sits right next to your mouth, and it's really powerful. We've had problems with that amount of power because your little bib that you wear will also go up in that machine. And, um, you know, if you have a little gauze or a little piece of cotton roll or something, you know, that goes into the machine. It vacuums everything. Um, But it's great. People love them. People are impressed. People feel safe. Um, It's just one extra level of protection for people. So they have a little bit of white noise. It's not easy to have your normal chit-chat conversation with a hygienist because this thing is making like a little hum going on. But I I think it's kind of relaxing, actually. And, um, you know, if you're there to chit-chat, it gets hard to do that when you're getting your teeth cleaned. Some people don't like that anyway, and this is the world for them. They're going to love this because they're just going to sit there and relax. So it's been great, and we're really proud of our team. I'm proud of our office, and uh, I can't wait for everybody to come see it. So Yeah, and a lot lot of people don't understand this, but but chit-chat does go on because you are incredible at understanding what people are saying while you have (laughs) dental stuff in their mouth. Right. Because they're like, we'll be you'll be you'll be complaining about Taze on the power play, and I'll be going la 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 la. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. I can't believe they did that. You know, it's like you're great at that. You know, I'm awesome with baby talk. I get what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But I think it's one of those. It's a, we have our own language. You know, it's just like a language. You know, sure. you, you get that language. So we're really excited. We've got a first week under our belt. We can't wait for our second week, and, and we got this. You know, mm-hmm. we do. It's been great, and. Um, Everything you're reading on the news, it's true. All this PPE stuff you're reading about, it's true. It's all true. It'll change. We have to stay positive. You know, Springfield, what's so amazing about this community is we all come together. Everybody comes together. I mean, I'm open and I have amazing PPE because of this community, you know, and the community is why we're open. And we feel like, you know... We've been given so much, and we're so excited to give back. we got to wrap it up. What, do, what number can they call for? Uh, we are at 217-546-0412. And Let's Talk Guns is coming up next on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Thank you, Dr. Tanya. We appreciate it. It's 8 o'clock. From the Fly SPI.